Welcome to Encounter Grace, where we come face to face with God's work in the world for our good. Join host Jason McKnight as we explore practical issues of community, theology, and leadership in everyday life. Welcome, and we're glad you're with us today. I'm Jason McKnight, and in the studio today, we've got very special guests. We're so glad you're here. Terry and Becky Seaman of Walk Through the Bible Ministries. Thanks, y'all, for coming. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, they've, you all have been in local church ministry for many years, but now you serve in your local church, but also you work, Terry, full-time mm-hmm. with Walk Through the Bible, mm-hmm. helping people, regular people in real churches go mm-hmm. deeper and stronger in the Word. Mm-hmm. And you have been in Kinston because you came and did an event here for us that we're going to talk about tonight. But what I thought would be fun is to have a conversation together for the Encounter Grace family about scripture, about Mm. getting into scripture and why people would or could or Mm. maybe don't want to or are afraid of, Mm. and even touch base with anyone who's 30 years old or older knows this, Prayer of Jabez. Ah, yes. <laughs> back from the back from the old days. So, Good old days. We, yeah, well, because it's amazing that the, everything old is new again. Um, <laughs> one of the things I find in conversation is when the Bible comes up with a lot of people, um, some there's a few general reactions. On the one hand, people love it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, some people are a little bit scared of the Bible. Right. It's long. It's complicated. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And what if I don't? You know. And then some people. I find this are a bit shy or embarrassed mm-hmm. because right. they think, well, gosh, I've been going to church 15 years, 20 years. I should know more, right. you know, or they're embarrassed because the world is going in a different direction mm-hmm. than, than what the Bible is. And they're not 100 percent sure right. what to do. Do you guys find that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's try and take the edge off. For all of us, because I'm hoping to learn something here. (laughs) I'm hoping that we can have a great conversation as Mm. people step into Scripture Mm -hmm. through y'all's ministry with Walk Through the Bible. So first, let's zoom right out. What is Walk Through the Bible? And what are these events, NT Live, OT Live? Sure. Okay. Well, the ministry is 45 years old. It was founded by Bruce Wilkinson as a dissertation at Dallas Theological Seminary. Really? He had tried something and it wasn't getting traction, so he went into Howard Hendricks yep. and said, uh, can I pick up this thing that a bunch of us had been kicking around during undergrad that just gives people a big picture of Scripture in a fun, interactive, engaging way? And, Bru- and Howard said, sure. I love it. And so he turned it in as his dissertation. And now this predates me with Walt Through. The story is... He pushed it across the table, and Howard Hendricks says, does it work? And Bruce says, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so Howard pushed it back across the table and said, go try it in five churches. Oh, wow. And from that, what we see now, 45 years later, 130 countries, just God's work. Wow. And the simple overview of taking people and events that unfold the chronological picture, mm-hmm. and we just tell the stories. Mm-hmm. And the uniqueness of the, sto- of the ministry is we try to engage all the senses that we can right. with ba- brain-based learning. And so we get people engaged and, and a- interactive. And so we tell the story, we summarize it with a key phrase, and then we teach a mnemonic, kinetic-style hand sign. So that's mm-hmm. what we do. So it looks really like we're in a big Pentecostal church because <laughs> everyone's waving their arms. Exactly. You got it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so much fun. It is amazing, though, to watch the Spirit move because everyone's doing the same sign. <laughs> that's right. In sync. Unity of the Spirit. Right? In sync. That's right. 
why does that work? Hmm. Good question. I mean, what do you what have you seen in people? I'm not asking for an academic answer. Right. I'm Howard Hendricks. Why does it work? Right. right, exactly. What do you see when you look in people's eyes, Becky? Mm. I just see that the kinetic style learning of putting something simple with a hand sign just clicks for people. Hmm. Such as a lot of people may have heard, here's the church, here's the steeple, open up the doors and see all the people. Yes. It's been a long time since you've yep. thought about that. Yep. But as soon as we went through those words, those hand motions, that kinetic style learning just clicks. It just came back. Hmm. That's good. Boy, that that's true. true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Becky, you do a lot of work in these, well, at least the both times you've come to Grace, y'all, you mm -hmm. have um, led with a special program for the kids. Is it the same hand motions? It's exactly the same hand motions, but I like to say we have a whole lot more fun than the adults. <laughs> Probably Because you do. we are learning uh, age appropriate, same story, same mm -hmm. hand signs, but we are doing a lot of role play. We have some illusions. The kids are just eager, excited. Mm -hmm. They jump yeah. in. Then they can review with their parents or right. whoever brought them to the event as a family style devotional. It is just amazing to see the eagerness of the kids and how they jump in with that. And, but, and think how, oh, go ahead, Terry. I was just going to say, Becky says all the time they play through the Testament. We exactly. walk through, they play we through. Play through the <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. I love that. What a great thing, mm. though, for like if a church is looking mm. for, how can I do something fun and, and jack up the children's mm -hmm. ministries in a fun mm -hmm. way? And then, hey, we'll get Terry in for the adults <laughs> and bless them too. Let me tag along for the ride. I love it. Well, well, really, what does, I mean, not that we're doing an advertisement here, but actually people are listening from different churches. Mm. So what happens when you come to a local church? Like, what does that look like? Walk through for us what, what sure. it looks like. Well, we just work with the leadership and mm -hmm. set a date and a time. And we come in, instructor, a certified instructor who's been trained in this uh, teaching method will come in and the church gathers the people. And in a three-hour block of time, we go through either the Old or New Testament. Okay. Uh, so they would just call the office and set a time to talk with a consultant. And that consultant would give them all the information that they would need. And so it's like a three-hour block where like, mm -hmm. we did a morning service, and then we came back in the evening for the time, uh, so morning and evening. Right. Mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. we, and we just did it around dinner. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Another real popular way a church can do it is a Saturday morning, nine oh, to noon. Yeah. Uh, get in, get done, get out so that they can have the afternoon off. Any three-hour block of time mm -hmm. uh, works. And it's just so, you mentioned what do we see God, mm -hmm. uh, God do. Yeah. I love the lady here just a few minutes ago said, I saw it with new eyes. And I loved what she said because it's so true. It's where we see uh, God do it most over and over again. She said, I didn't hear anything I didn't know. Right. It's not that these are deep secrets. It's just a big picture. Right. But when you see it in this fun, interactive, engaging way, it is with new eyes. And, and she was moved. And, and that's the thing that encourages us is, the light bulbs come on. Mm -hmm. For others, they do see things they hadn't seen, or at least yeah. come together like they haven't seen it come together. I went to my first one after having uh, been a senior pastor for 16 years before I saw my first event, and I walked away amazed at how it helped me. I'm like, how in the world could this thing help me? And I, too, like this lady said, I didn't hear anything I didn't already know but I didn't see it fit together. It came together as a full three-dimensional yeah. view of Scripture. And, mm -hmm. 
and I've been hooked ever since. It's kind of like maybe if you can't afford a trip to Israel, oh, go to walk yeah. through the Bible. You're right. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. you see it all come together. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, the other thing that I was impressed with again, and I, I remembered it from two years ago when you mm. came for OT Live, mm. and then COVID stopped us, and now we're back mm. NT Live, so we do the New Testament. But what I, the, the moments that we paused in the learning of the, all the stories and how they fit together, yeah. and, and you preached, yeah. and, and you gave us three or six-minute yeah. or two-minute little, okay, this is what it means for our lives, all for right. our growth. Like the temptation, you know, yeah. Jesus and the, and the devil and the temptation. But, but then, hey, everybody, we're all going to be tempted, and yeah. we're going to be tempted in different ways, and you need sort of the fighter verses. Yeah. And anyway, I just mm-hmm. really appreciated that mm-hmm. pastoral heart mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. the ministry and behind you as a couple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one of the coolest things that we see. We want people to get the big picture. That is a goal, but it's a goal on the verge, on a trip to the purpose. The purpose is igniting passion for God's word and helping people live God's word. And we we want to show them that the Bible is more relevant than tomorrow's newspaper. And so those little places where we say, hey, look, this is what it means for us. It's what we hope to accomplish in those times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How it applies to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. How it changes me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Terry, you know people don't get the paper anymore. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. News so outlet through Apple News, right? Yeah, than your, your, your news feed. But anyway. Uh, no, it's true. Uh, and that's that's the, that is the game changer. When someone mm-hmm. gets that, yeah. life changes for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really believe that. When... Mm-hmm. When they think, when finally the real world mm. isn't whatever you read on your feed or in the paper, yeah. when, when the real world is right here in the Word, yes. and then it informs everything else, right. your life is never the same after exactly. that. Exactly. So I love that yeah. you, in, you invited us and challenged us to a 40-day, mm-hmm. you know, would you commit for 40 days to, to yeah. meeting with the mm-hmm. Lord every day? Mm-hmm. Because that's six weeks, and that's a habit, habit-forming. Right. And um, I just love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jason, I've, all day, every day, my job is to connect with pastors and say, this is how we can help you. Mm-hmm. And what we've, what we've seen over 45 years is seven out of 10 of attendees take that challenge. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so you think about how a church can change if seven out of 10 of their attendees mm-hmm meet the Lord daily for at least the 40 days. And we see, uh, we're working in metrics to give data on how it affects six months or a year Mm -hmm. later, but we know that seven out of 10 uh, take that challenge for 40 days. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And you know, John 17, sanctify them by truth. Mm -hmm. Your word is Mm -hmm. truth, Jesus prays. And that's one of the things I pray every week for our body. Mm. Lord, would you sanctify us by your truth? Yeah. Your word is truth. And partially I pray that so that my preaching would remain <laughs> faithful to the word. Amen. Uh, but also that he would just mm. keep opening us to himself. True. But it's always through scripture. Mm-hmm. Always through scripture. And then he can do it elsewhere. Like, yes. But, it, you know, elsewhere without scripture, I get a little nervous. <laughs> hey, well, let's talk about you guys for just a second. How long have you been with Walk Through the Bible? And, and what have you done before that? And, and just what's your kind of ministry story? Okay. So we've been with the ministry for 15 years. Um, I kind of followed Terry into this ministry. He said this is something that he felt like the Lord wanted us to do. 
So we went to be Wanted trained. us to do. Right, right. <laughs> and when at training, I just fell in love with the ministry. I saw mm. how impactful it was. Loved the people that were in, in training us and a part of the ministry and have not looked back. It's just been a great joy in our lives and I think for other people as well. Yeah, mm. 15 years y'all have been doing this with Walk mm-hmm. Through the Bible. And full-time for 15 years, or did you take another step in? Took another step in about four years ago. About four years uh, ago. So what we did previously, uh, we, I, I came out of seminary and was a senior pastor for seven years at our first church. Then we planted a church, and we were there for nine years. Mm. And then that's after that nine years, we transitioned into walked through, and then I served on staff at a church where we are a member now uh, for nine years. And four years ago, I transitioned full-time to what I do now. Great, great. Which is? Working with pastors, working with denominations, Mm -hmm. uh, any type of uh, networking I can do to help pastors see how this ministry can help them get their people excited about and into the Word on their own. So it's, it's meeting with individual churches as you come, but it's also even behind the scenes yes. and, and strategic kind of networking. Yes. Um, but Becky, you also have a bit of a teaching ministry. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you, I we, yeah, tell me the name of that website again. So I love teaching women God's yeah. word. And I have a website called High, High Heels at His Feet. High Heels yes, at sir. His Feet. Yes. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is, this is primarily teaching the Word to women. Exactly. And is it um, like stuff you can download? Is it videos of you? So right now we have a weekly um, devotional that comes out every Friday morning. Yeah. I also have some speaking engagements from that. Great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Well, I hope especially, uh, well, especially the women listening, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I hope they'll check that out, High yes. Heels at highheelsathisfeet.org, yes, I guess. Yes. Yeah, so good. Um, mm-hmm. I think we were telling you about our friend Amy Gannett, who does tiny theologians and stuff aimed really for moms, mm-hmm. especially yeah. of the tiniest theologians among us. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just fun to have another resource, another friend on the journey yes. that God is gifting uh, to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your family, you all have several children. We do? We have four children, one girl, she's our oldest. And she's probably my favorite because she has children of her own. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she <laughs> gave us grandchildren. She's yeah. the only yeah, that's one right. who has given us grandchildren. <laughs> just kidding. She has three children, and then we have three boys, David, Daniel, and Drew. And I love them dearly. Oh, I love it. Love it. And the, and is it your daughter that's um, going to be planting a church or thinking Working of planting a church? Praying over it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't mean to commit her to anything. <laughs> But I love that. I love seeing, you know, y'all planted and, you know, here at Grace, God is now sending out the third church planter. And we're just excited that, I mean, you can, on the one hand, say, oh, our culture is going away from God and it's all bad and everything's a disaster and blah, blah, blah. And and all those things are true. Right. But then we get to be Acts of the Apostles and we get to do, you know. First journey. There you go. Nice. And we can we can see we can imitate Paul and the other apostles on their various missionary journeys. 
Um, so it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Let's come back to walk through the Bible as a ministry. 45 years old, mm-hmm. um, Bruce Wilkins said, I did not know he started it as a senior project or whatever. <laughs> that's like, that's so great. And I just think that's that's Howard Hendricks. Yeah. Well, let's try it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Let's get it going. I mean, he's so he was so willing. Yeah. Just so Absolutely. willing. Absolutely. So how many countries is it in now? We're, we're serving in persecuted countries, so it kind of goes in right. and out, yeah. but right now it's 130. Wow. Yeah. 130 countries. Yes. And um, it, 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 some of the numbers we were talking about mm-hmm. are very interesting. So each year, how many people go through a Walk Through the Bible seminar around the world? Well, uh, give or take. Pre-COVID. And, and, <laughs> yeah, right. Let's talk pre-COVID. And even actually, during COVID, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. we've, sure. we've pivoted like everyone else. And so... The, the online ministry has blossomed in COVID, but around 2 million a year go through a live event and are impacted by our ministry. So 2 million a year, that's that's in a live event, either on Zoom yeah. now in COVID, but before then yes. in person in mm-hmm. these 130 countries. Correct. Exactly. What's your number one country numbers wise? India, (laughs) South Asia. Yes, Uh, we say the two million is skewed just a bit because uh, Sachibal is the director of uh, India and that region. And his team takes a million of the two million through the live events wow. every year. So I, I say, but it doesn't count. He's got a hundred, what, one point two billion people? Billion, yeah, yeah so with a lot more people. Percentages wise, he's still yeah. not. But yeah, but that's amazing. So a million a, people a year over there. Absolutely, and they're doing a fantastic job there. Good oh, I guy. love it. I love it. And then, so you're part of the goal of Walk Through the Bible is um, b- reaching the biblically unengaged. Yes. So maybe that's what. What we're doing here yes. in, in things that you would come around is just jacking up people into the joy of Scripture. And then under-resourced pastors. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you do in those situations? Or what does Walk Through the Bible do in different places with that? Great question. Mm-hmm. We're developing a system of training where mm-hmm. and a pastor who can't afford or can't come out of his region and go to mm-hmm. seminary right. would go through a set of courses and teachings that Walk Through the Bible provides so that he has the ability to take that and immediately teach it, translate it sometimes into his language, but teach it to his people. So it's a system of systematically training him with materials that we've created. And then persecuted church, the mm-hmm. third area. Yeah. How, just what, I mean, don't give us the secret sauce that gets someone in trouble. <laughs> but Just uh, the ability to be under the radar mm-hmm. and story through the main picture of the Bible. That's what yeah, we do. We walk yeah. through the Bible. And, and in the States, it looks like a workbook and a keynote, a PowerPoint. And, mm-hmm. But in regions where there's not even a spoken la- or a written language, it's just getting together and talking doing the hand signs and just working with brothers and sisters in areas where they can't be known, but we're training them how to know God and know his word and just uh, tell a story to others around them. Mm -hmm. Ah, That's great. So COVID changed everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. What did it do for Walk Through the Bible? Well, it's hard to do a live event in ministry in yeah. places where they're not meeting. Yeah. But what the Lord has allowed Walk Through to do is like churches, mm-hmm. uh, just use the electronic means that he's given to us. And so we pivoted much of our, many of our regional directors just 
seamlessly went to their training online. They're getting groups of one guy in the Philippines. Uh, his name is Hill. And he had over a hundred people in one Zoom teaching wow. uh, of one of our resources. Those were small little screens. Oh man, you know it. And, and we took a screenshot of them, and and he just mm. he and other regional directors pivoted seamlessly uh, and quickly got up to speed yeah. and pivoted to the electronic format. Uh, we've done some of that in the states. Uh, this summer, mm -hmm. I had the joy of teaching a, a church in New Jersey uh, from uh, my home uh, to their homes. Wow. They hadn't gathered in 18 months. Wow. Everything's been on Zoom, wow. and it was their uh, adult vacation Bible school. Oh, and I love that, an adult vacation Bible uh, school. <laughs> we had church, brother. It was fun. <laughs> yep. Oh, that is so good. All right. Um, many. It was around the time I got married just before then. Uh, the Prayer of Jabez book by uh, Bruce Wilkinson just took the country and I, I'm sure the world by storm. Uh, I, you know, you forget that's walk through the Bible. Right. That's right. walk through the Bible. Did he invent that prayer? Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually out of scripture. It was God named Jabez. I would really it. hope so. <laughs> yes, I know. Second Chronicles. Yes. yes. But tell us uh, what, I mean, what an interesting phenomenon that happened. Like that's, that's how you believe in the sovereignty of God. Amen. Because yeah. it just went like crazy. I think you could buy a prayer of Jabez belts. And... <laughs> oh, that was just the marketing department went crazy. <laughs> Shirts, uh, hats. Or... It, it just caught a wave of people believing Scripture and praying for God to en enlarge their capacity to bring glory to Him and for them not to cause any harm. So it's just yeah. a simple yeah. What four point? I four think four point prayer. Prayer, yeah. yep. and uh, the Lord just used it, and mm. and took it to a place where people were challenged to pray that for themselves, that God yeah. would be glorified in a greater ways through themselves and their ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and tell us about the the difference between people uh, praying uh, it because I think that's very good. Oh, uh, uh, yes, Gerald Robinson is one of our longtime instructors. He co-authored dog and cat theology hmm. and basically the principle of the book and forgive me gerald uh i'm condensing a a long <laughs> book that you need to get and read it's good but the idea is there's two ways to look at god's blessing hmm. a dog in as a owner uh, if you feed the dog, if you love the dog, if you care for the dog, the dog's loyal. Mm -hmm. And they look at you, you must be God because you feed me, you take care of me, you know what I need. And so that's dog theology. A cat, on the other hand, is why I don't like cats. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but you feed and take care and groom a cat and they say, I must be God because right. you, you're doing all this stuff for me. And I love uh, Gerald's take on the prayer of Jabez. He said that Bruce wrote it as a dog in, in the sense of yes. that God is good and God's glory. And, and we're praying this for him, not us. Mm -hmm. But some people took that to say, hey, I can pray for good things. I can pray for blessings on myself. And it's about building my kingdom. So yeah. you say he wrote it as a dog a theology concept, but many people read it as a cat theology. theology concepts so. which is not the fault of the author no. nor the fault of the scripture right but it's my heart that does exactly. that and i think that's we're all good. in danger of that but i think that's a great the dog mm. and the cat theology i know i am my dog's i mean my dog's dad and boyfriend it gets a little weird but she just loves me she just she just can do i mean whatever 
but I remember that. I remember being blessed by that book. And, um, and then, you know, all of us kind of interested in the cultural phenomenon it became. Mm. But it was too bad because really, as a dog theology type thing, right. that's fantastic. And exactly. I mean, it's scripture and it's a great thing. I actually remember as a 12-year-old, someone at our church talking about that as we were a new church plant and thinking, oh. should we build or just rent? And, and the guy, you know, was talking about the prayer of Jabez and, you know, blah, blah, huh. blah. And it was before, you know, it was way before the book ever came out. And I thought, later when I saw the book, I'm like, I wonder if you got it from our guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, the last thing I want to ask you a little bit about is um, something else that's kind of fun that you were sharing at lunch, what's going on in the UK yeah. with schools and then whatever else, maybe curriculum development kind of thing. But as we're watching God do creative things around the world to further the gospel, the gospel is never going to stop bearing fruit. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about how it's influencing and leavening culture in the UK through Walk Through the Bible. It's really a neat concept. In the UK, the primary um, place where we're used is in public schools. Because of, there is still in the UK a mandate that there is religion taught as history. And there's mm -hmm. two curriculums that they each school has to fulfill every year. And so our walkthrough uh, regional director, Paul Keyes, said, hey, we can take care of that for you. <laughs> we have two, the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now they have to teach them as history. Yep. Yep. And so they go into not a, that hard. It is not that hard. And so they go into the school. They have trained presenters. The presenter goes into a public school and takes a five hour course for the Old Testament, either uh, one hour a day for five days or one hour a week for five weeks, whatever the school needs. And we just teach them mm -hmm. the history of the big picture of the old and big picture of the new, trusting the Spirit of God to make the application. We can't make the application, but the Spirit can. He sure can. And they teach. I, I wish I had the, da the da data in front of me. I don't have the stats of how many, but it's multiple children every year. Uh, schools are inviting uh, Walk Through UK to come. So they're struggling to get presenters ready to go to meet the need that the doors just flung open for us to be in public schools there. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's really cool. God is never at a loss. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was just going to say in line with that, uh, we're in the middle of a three-year initiative to double our impact. It, we're in the third year. It ends in June, uh, June what, 20, 30th of 2022. And one of those, there's seven growth strategies. One of them is children, developing children ministry. And uh, when you asked us if we would do this, I, I reached out to our children's director who's just been hired this year to lead this charge. I said, what's the plan for year right. three of number of children impacted? He, he texted me and I'm like, I texted him back. I said, you, are you this number? He said, yeah. He said, now COVID might, get, might have an impact. But their plan and the strategies they have in place, uh, as God leads, they're, they're planning to reach 1,300,000 children wow. by June uh, 30th, 2022. So we're, like, we're talking nine months away. Yeah. We're talking of one pregnancy away. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's over the 13 regions, the 130 wow. countries. 
Uh, that's one of the major growth initiatives, and we're excited about the the, the potential impact mm -hmm. of the number of children. Told you seven out of 10 attendees make a commitment to be yeah. in God's Word daily. 3% make a first-time commitment to Christ. Wow. Now think about that in terms of children when their hearts are open mm -hmm. and receptive. They're eager. Their hearts are that childlike faith, right, yeah. yep. in, in the Lord. Yep. Um, I just challenge us to seize the day, seize the yeah. moment for sharing the gospel to these kids. What an amazing thing. So we can be praying for 1.3 million mm -hmm. children yeah. to hear about the story of God mm -hmm. by walking through the Bible yeah. in yes. any number of ways in 130 countries yeah. through folks like you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming to share with us, for encouraging us yeah. and for giving us a glimpse. I'm telling you, I, I, I love the work of Walk Through the Bible. Mm -hmm. And I know as our, as our friends listen online that uh, Googling Walk Through the Bible, NT Live, OT Live, and, and learning a little bit more, mm -hmm. calling you guys, calling us. It's just exciting it to is. see, and it's yeah. exciting to think. Thank you for being Thank with you. us. And Godspeed as you um, as you go out and get those 1.3 million kids, <laughs> and then all the other things that you're doing. <laughs> Jason, it's been a joy to yes. be at the church and just to sense God's presence here, mm -hmm. the ministry that you guys have going on, and just the joy to be back again. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the time tonight and just the, the chance to meet you and work with you. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait till it happens again. Mm -hmm. And until then, may the Lord bless you. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next time. This is a ministry of Grace Fellowship Church in Kinston, North Carolina. Visit gracekinston.org or follow us on Facebook.